When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, beautiful people. It's been a goddamn minute. I took some time off to uh, work on my second album, which is coming out, hopefully, God willing, May 13th, entitled Peace of Mind, Side B. And shit, I I don't know if you've been watching the TV, (laughs) but some shit happened. And I would be a fool not to uh, talk about it on the podcast. And it's a new month. We're in April. And I want to talk about how the year's been going. So I got this gentleman who I, I've technically only met once in real life. You know what I'm saying? But like when you meet people, your spirits connect and uh, good people, good man, good dude. Um, and I uh, want to welcome him to the podcast. So um, I can't introduce you better than you can introduce yourself. So come on and, and tell everybody a little bit about yourself and who you are and where you're from. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What's going on, good people? Um. My name is Rashad, Rashad Chamberlain. I'll throw the whole government out there. Uh, I don't have any uh, open warrants. I checked before I did that. Um, you know, born and raised in Chicago. Uh, met my mans um, via my boy Ra down there. And, um, well, I, I don't know why people always say down there. And technically, Minneapolis is up there uh, for me. So, yeah, you know, we were, we were in the barbershop. My man stopped through. We uh, discussed some wild topics on how to be great and uh, what, it means, <laughs> what it means to be great. You know, uh, legacy. we just started vibing. From there. Yeah, definitely. You know, got to build a legacy. Um, you know, so we just started vibing from there, man. You know, just continue to build. And uh, the gentleman he's talking about is Rod, who's actually been on the podcast previously. And how long have you, like, did you guys grow up together? I don't know how you guys sort of oh. met. So here's here's a crazy thing, right? So me and Ra, we went to the same college together, DePaul University here in Chicago. Uh, and this is how we met. See, like we didn't like each other when we first <laughs> met. Because I I don't know if, if everyone knows, like I have a you know a, an affinity for uh, Ralph Lauren and like everything Ralph Lauren. So oh, it was warm. I had on a ridiculously warm Ralph Lauren sweater <laughs> and and you know, I thought I thought I was fly. Like, man, don't nobody got this on. It's hot as hell, but I got the sleeves rolled up, so I'm cool. And I just hear this this loud voice while I'm stepping off the train. Goes, "Hey, Rashad, why you got that dumbass Bill Cosby sweater on?" It's hot <laughs> as fuck. I turned over and it was it was raw. My only re- comeback was because your mother bought it for me, and I wanted to show appreciation. And then from there, we just started building. Now, for that, because I had a comeback and he wasn't expecting it. I didn't expect anybody to comment on how hot it was. I didn't know he saw the beads of sweat rolling down, but it was a ridiculous outfit for the time. I love that. <laughs> uh, being being from Chicago, um, where where are you with Kanye West right now? I, I have a lot of opinions, but uh, I'll let you start. Right, right now, 
as far as where am I with Kanye West? Uh, he's not here with me right now. <laughs> um, I mean, look. So when Kanye when Kanye came out, a lot of people were like, "Yo, man, he he kind of dresses like you." And I was like, "Yeah, that's pretty cool." And it's a crazy story with Kanye. I, I was going to DePaul, and I had a I had a lot of a lot of friends, and one of my one of my homegirls said, "Hey." It's this corny dude here that makes beats or whatever. And he wants to he wants to go to this Jay-Z concert. But I don't really want to go with him because he's corny and he already has a girl and he's trying to talk to me. So could you come over to my apartment and then you know run interference? I'm like, all right, cool. So I go, and here's this dude with this dope Ralph Lauren shirt on. I'm like, yo, man, that's a dope shirt. And he's like, Yeah, thanks. So I introduced myself, like, yo, what's up? My name was Shadi. He's like, yeah, my name is Kanye. I was like, what kind of name is that? He was like, it's the name my mama gave me. I was like, all right, cool. He's an asshole. So, <laughs> you know, I'm talking to my homegirl, like, yeah, so you going to this Jigga concert? She's like, I don't know. And then she convinced him, like, if if uh, my homeboy can't go, we can't go. He was like, yeah, I, I think I can get him in. And I was like, all right, cool. So I'm asking him the whole ride, like, yo, yeah, what do you do? He's like, uh, I make music. I'm like, why? Like, what, what's some of the songs? You, you, you on the radio, sir? I have no idea who he is. I don't really listen to the radio. He's like, you ever, you listen to Jay-Z? I was like, come on, man, this guy's stupid. Of course I listen to Jay-Z. <laughs> he was like, I, you know, H to the Izzo? I was like, yeah, well, you didn't do that. Jay-Z did that. He was like, I made the beat, fam. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, uh, yeah, okay, hey man. Cause he kept telling me like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm rapping now, man. I got a, I, I got a project coming out. It's gonna be dope. I didn't believe him. And at the end of the night, I was like, hey man, I hope whatever you're doing, you know, it blows up for you. Cause you, you, you're really hungry. I don't know if it'll work, but hey, next month the man just skyrocketed, and I felt like an ass. Um, but yeah, right now. He's he's all over the place, you know. I just I watched the Kanye documentary, and um, it was a little heartwarming, man. By episode three, I was in full tear because <laughs> I was in full tear. I was in full tear because you know just looking at how his mom just held that brother down through through everything, and she built him up when he was down, and she she continuously like he had heartbreaking. Uh, upset downfalls and she would just be like that's a nice gold chain you have on Kanye and you're the amazing Kanye he'd be like I am amazing you like mama and now that's not in his life anymore and he's just gone on a, a crazy spiral since then but but I, I mean even even though through his craziness he does have some points that's like it's kind of undeniable like, I don't want if I had an eight-year-old daughter, I don't want to be on TikTok either. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, some of the stuff that he has makes sense. But some of the stuff he said, you're like, man, this dude. Like, I don't agree with the clothes he's wearing. It's real slavish. <laughs> but I can pull up slave boots on, Kanye. Yeah, bro. It's, it's the tattered, it's the tattered, like, sweater that's really that gets me. Because I can pull up a picture of any random slave, like, random slave. <laughs> Any random slave, like slave A, you know what I'm saying, in, in field, insert area, who will have that same attire on. I'm like, yo, yay, that is slave clothes. Gotcha. But, His inspiration is from watching Roots, is what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's very like Kunta Kinte ish. <laughs> Kunta Kinte, Kunta Kanye, is what you're saying. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. He, 
he plays that role from time to time. Like I saw one interview, the man said, some people want to ask me, who do I think I am? Well, I just told you, I am God. I said, <laughs> All right. I like the voice. I like the I like the Kanye voice. Man, he's off his medicine sometimes. Yeah, Kanye, in in my opinion, was just undeniably. Well, I still think it's hard to to argue his his musical genius. I think he he still creates in a space that is unmatched. But for me personally. Um, unfortunately, after his mother passed, I haven't loved any of his projects after that. Um, 808 was the last thing that I that I loved, but you know, I thought the first three albums were just mwah, like just comedy, yeah. hip hop, gold. Like it, 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 it put me in a in a in a mind space, you know, because I went to college and I dropped out after 30 days, and so like, you know, when when a hip hop artist makes a, a theme song. Or a soundtrack to your life, it 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 just you live with that. You live with that project. Right. You live with that space. And uh, currently, J Cole does that a lot for me. Like he makes projects, and I I fuck with it. Do you have a favorite artist that other than Jay Z? Because Jay Z is yeah, Jay Z is just like you know when people say, "What's your favorite food?" Macaroni. Okay, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> okay, you don't eat. I got you. Jay Z's macaroni, right? Um and and I and I like Cole, but sometimes what what gets me about Cole is sometimes he raps about like financial aid. And I'm like, bro, you're a billionaire. Like you don't what do you care about your financial aid right now? You could clearly you paid off your financial aid debt, and if you haven't, so you need some another another conversation. But um, <laughs> like like right now, I I, I listen to a lot of. Uh, this is artist from Buffalo, Benny the Butcher. Oh, he, Butcher, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah man. My, my hip-hop now has progressed to, like, really selling drugs, you know? like <laughs> Right, my, okay. My, when I listen to it, although I've never sold a drug in my life, I get into the mood of, like, yeah, like, yeah, chopping up a brick is very difficult, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. And then I have to package this brick, and then I have to get out there and push it. Oh, my God. I really get into the mode because he paints a picture of like I'm there in the kitchen smelling these fumes. It's toxic to my life, but hey, I got things to do. I need to pu- push this drugs to the community. And afterwards, what do I get? A fine ass bitch. Come on, <laughs> huh? I really then like after listening to it, I have to like desensitize myself. Like, okay, you're not a drug dealer. You do not have any of these chains and or bitches. Be cool. So yeah, man. Right now, Benny puts me in that mode. All right, I love it. Um, on on the on the album that I just recorded, and part of the reason why I brought up Kanye was um, wanting to to talk about where I don't think we do as either black men or just men in general. We discuss hurt, like we deal with hurt, and and maybe maybe more publicly, like maybe. You know, if you grew up like I grew up, you know, men don't show a lot of emotion and, and you know, they whatever. And I feel like what he what he was doing or what he's been doing recently with Kim and, and the stalking has been just an, uh, a, a public display of this man is not dealing with something. And I think what happened on Sunday, the smack heard around the world is has a lot more to do with Will Smith 
then Chris Rock, then Jada. Um, I got a show tomorrow night, or I guess show, <laughs> I forgot I'm releasing this on April 1st, but I got a show tonight. Uh, fuck it. I, I'll, I'll take that out. But I got a show and I'm going to talk about it. But as a comedian, you can't talk about these topics for too long. Otherwise, you know, everybody's over it. I'm over seeing it on Facebook. Yeah. But I feel like there's at least some dialogue that can be said about it. Um, and like I said, for me, it's it's more about Will Smith dealing with some things that Will Smith has to deal with that he hasn't in the last several years. And that's kind of what we've seen. And if I have to take sides, as much as I love Chris Rock, and I think Chris Rock is a top 10 comedian for me of all time, I, I understand the need and or desire to smack a person in their face. Like, I think there are just sometimes a smack in the face explains the do's and don'ts of where you are in life and i know we live in this space of i mean he was wrong you can't hit people you know what I'm saying? but we act like violence has is, is not been the key since our existence so everybody that's like freaked out and can't believe this this is happening and and will smith you know he is from philly um he you know he married jada like he's got a black kid like Stop expecting like him to be the version of Wilson if you want. And so right. uh, I've been recently watching Barely. I'm not caught up yet, but I think the show is fantastic. If you haven't, of course, yes, it's, it's um, I love what they're doing. So I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave it up to you to kind of uh, share what you've seen, your opinions on uh, what happened at the Oscars. Which clearly, if someone gets smacked every year, I'm tuning in from start to oh. finish. Oh, yo! If, I'm gonna tell you what. If the Oscars implemented a smack <laughs> clause, then you can expect. But like you never know when it's going to happen. It's just, yeah, you like, know yeah, what's going like, to happen. It's a smack coming. <laughs> you don't know if it's Meryl Streep, like just open hand slaps, you know, like uh, Pacino for some reason or other. Then you're like, yo, what's the beef between Pacino and Streep? <laughs> it, it's crazy, but we're getting back to what you said. So let me get this straight. You're I, what I'm hearing is you're not so much pro Will Smith, but you're pro slap. Ooh, or maybe that's what it is. You, you, you're very. You're not anti-slap. You're pro slap when the slap is needed to check a bitch, right? Yeah, you know what? I think I think that's the that's the space that I'm living in because okay, yeah, because I, I, I would I would agree. That. Will Smith was wrong. We're grown ups. You can't put your hand on another person. I I believe in all that. However, just sometimes, <laughs> and that's where you live at. In yeah, the, yeah. However, yeah. however, there there does necessitate a time when your five fingers have to go across the face. Yes, I I totally agree with you, and I'm I also live in that space. Also, you know, but at first when I saw that, I was like, that's not real. <laughs> Will, and, Will and Chris these niggas playing <laughs> that is come on man and then I, I had to hear the, the Japanese uncut <laughs> version where you know it was like so, 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 so I'm like what the fuck is going on and then I heard Will screaming like keep my wife's name I'm like oh and what really sealed the deal for me which, to know it was real was what Lupita's facial expression. <laughs> like, right. oh, this nigga, oh, this nigga for real. 
like, oh my god. Yeah. And her fa- her shock was like, oh, that's not scripted. Oh, oh he's slapping. <laughs> and then I, you know, I rewound and I looked again. And Chris is when he took the slap, now shout out to Chris's chin, because he took that slap. And this is a man that played Ali, so he knows how to throw a punch. Mm-hmm. So Smith wound back. It was a slight, <laughs> it was a slight whine, and a follow through with the slap. Chris took it, and as you know, he had a fist balled up, but he wasn't in reach because by that time, Will had pimped off. The whole delivery of the, the smack was very playerish. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get up agree. here. Yeah. I'm going to slap the shit out of you. And I'm turn around. I'm going to fix my jacket. I'm going to go sit down. So I don't, I, if he had that plan in his head, he is steps, he's playing chess while we're playing he's chess. Playing chess. <laughs> right? Um, I, I'm, I'm pro slap. I think, of course, Will is wrong. I think Jada's snarl put the battery in Will's back. Mm. I think. This is only me, but I've, I've had a, a personal campaign to stop the, the devastation of Will Smith for over a year now because I have seen meme after meme of this man's face and he's become, he's taken over the whole Jordan crime face by that, that <laughs> face he had on, on that round table talk when he was she was describing her entanglement and he was just sitting there like, uh-huh, uh-huh, so, so what are you saying, Jada? And she was just dancing around that question like, I'm saying I was hurt, Will. You hurt me. And I'm sitting there like, no, bitch. That's not what he's asking you. He's asking you to speak uh, in plain English what you and this gentleman were doing. She said, well, you know, we had an entanglement. What does, what, what does, uh, he just sitting there like, oh, an entanglement. Okay. And his face, like you could see the confidence and you could see he wasn't Big Willie. He wasn't getting jiggy. He it almost looked like she put the thing in his face, flashed it for minute black, because he was lost. <laughs> he didn't know what to say, how to respond. And he's had that look since then. So when she cause he clearly laughed at Chris Rock's joke. He took it for, you know, the face of a joke. Like, ah, that's funny. And she was like, Argh. and he was like, <laughs> in his head, he instantly thought, I'm going to hit this bitch belt tonight. Oh, my God. This is about to be a right, right. I don't want. I don't want this. All right. Here we go. <laughs> As he was walking up, he was like, I'm sorry, man, but I got to slap the shit out of you, bro. Yeah, yeah. I, it's not. It's not you. It's, it it's her. You. Like, I got to do this. It could be. It could be anybody up here that said that. And I'm I'm up here. And, yeah. and Chris was like, we about to have a conference because he leaned into it like, what's up? Right. Yeah. Like, um, <laughs> Chris like. What's up, man? What you up here for? Like you, this not your part. I didn't ask you to come up here, pal. Oh shit! I just damn. You know, Chris from Brooklyn. You know, from Brooklyn, you don't smack Brooklyn niggas like that. Chris, like, what, what? I just got slapped down. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what was cold about the Oscars was they immediately just started to with a pencil just erase Chris Rock from the whole scene. Like, okay, okay, yeah. After this next uh, award, get him the fuck out of here. Like, remove him himself away. Because mm-hmm. we know Will's winning tonight. 
And Will, you can just sit there and do your whole crying thing once you win and you go apologize. But yeah, get to Chris, peace. So that was yeah. crazy. But getting circling back to the Kanye stuff, man. Um, you're right. As growing up as a young black male, like my my mom, I came in from a, a playground fight when I was what, five. I got scratched in the face. You know what I'm saying? I think the person had a dirty fingernail, and that's what caused <laughs> it to burn. Immediately, I go over there like, oh, no, tetanus shot is what I need. So I go over there for a little support. Like, mom, he scratched me, and it hurt. Little tears was coming down, and her words were, you acting like a bitch. <laughs> I said, you I was like, what's that? What you acting like right now? <laughs> so with that, come like, again? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I don't know how to process you acting like a bitch. I've heard it, you know. And, I, and she said it in a way that it was it was bad. I was like, so what? What should I do? Right? How can I not act like yeah. a bitch? What's what's the steps do I take? Mom, I don't want you to get mad. I thought you were going to be mad at me for the fighting thing. Uh, uh, apparently, that's not your problem. Your problem is these tears. So how do I circumvent this? She goes, I want you to go over there and if that person is bigger than you, I want you to pick up a brick and go upside his motherfucking head. <laughs> I'm looking, I'm like, we're five, mama. That's jail time. I, I'm not, you know, I don't know if this is the parenting I should be getting. Maybe I should have talked to grandma first, but you were the first adult that I saw. So th- ever since then, like she's had, my, my mom is like, wow, with the parenting. You know what I'm saying? Somebody puts their hand on you. I don't care who they are. You strike them back. Uh, the dog, the man, woman, baby, the Martian, <laughs> whoever. I'm like, I right, okay. You know, I'm literal. All right, that's what my mama said. You know, then with my my dad's interaction, and I, I was dating a girl, trying to date a girl. You know, she. She made a whole public display of ignorance, you know, clown me outside in front of my little friends. I didn't have a good comeback at, you know, at 10. She was fine. <laughs> at 10, you know, she was fine. I ain't gonna lie. She was fine. And she played me and, you know, clown me and all, all the kids are laughing. I didn't have a good comeback like your breath stink or shut up or your mama ugly. No. So, you know, a little tear came down. A little Tupac tear <laughs> came down and I had a conference at that time with my dad and my uh, grandmother because I was living with them now and my dad just looked at me with disgust what the fuck is wrong with you I'm like she hurt my feelings and my grandma was like oh really I'm like yeah she hurt my feelings saying these bad things I don't know what to say and you know I feel kind of bad what should I do and my dad was like I'm out of here you do (laughs) I'm out of here. I, I cannot believe it's time to level, out. the level of faggotry that this <laughs> I can't believe boy is saying. I was like, where are you going? He was like, I'm going back outside. I'm like, are you going to talk to her? No. <laughs> no, I'm not talking to her. I was like, is she going to hurt your feelings too? Man, shut up. Talk to her. <laughs> and my wow. grandmother sat me down and she said, well, are those things that she said, do you think they're true? So I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure. A lot of them are not, but you know, some kind of hit home. So you know, what should I do in those instances? My grandmother 
she she probably gave me the the worst advice ever. She said, you go back out there and you say some stuff that's not true about her. I said, really? I said, then I looked at her, I said, but didn't you say me saying stuff that's not true is called a lie? So you want me to lie? <laughs> Shut up, making sense. The three of them together. You, <laughs> I should... told you what to do. That's what you do. I don't want you to come back in this house crying no more like a girl. And, you know, back then, you get called like a girl. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, well, now this is serious. Now you better catch these jokes, bitch. I I don't want to unleash them, but now we coming. So ever since then, it's like, you know, boys don't cry. You don't do that. You get hurt. You knock it off. You shake it off. You have some issues going on. You know, like from where I'm from, you say like, yeah, I got a therapist. They're like, what you got like a disease? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. no, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What you got? You got STD? No. <laughs> no. I have a mental imbalance. Like, what? <laughs> right. Damn, son. <laughs> yeah, eating too much McDonald's chicken nuggets. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you, like, I've I've only learned how to combat you know hurtful stuff with jokes. Right. You, you tell the joke. And then people are too busy laughing to be like, oh, that really got to them. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so so I've always learned to to fight it with the words instead of fight with my fist. And if I can clown you, uh, that's that does more to your ego than me giving you some lumps and bumps. Because those bumps and bruises will go away. But everyone knows what I just said about you. And they all laughed at you. <laughs> now, right, right, right. And, and every time you show your face, they're like, oh, that's the day. Y'all remember when he said and you didn't say nothing? Ah, he got you. You know, that. So that was the, you know, my mechanism. But we never, we never even touched the topic of feelings or expressions. You know, living with old people, like they have one thing, like, and it's a necessity versus want. So if you if you don't need it, then you know it's not a necessity. Mm-hmm. I'm not bothered by it. So talking to you know coming in the in the from the sixth grade, like hey granddad, well I want to discuss what my teacher said and how it, how it made me feel. <laughs> hey man, you hungry? <laughs> no, I, I want to talk about my feelings. Yeah, shut up. I said like you're hungry. You need Nobody food. got time for that. <laughs> you need food. You want to talk. Yeah. I, don't, I don't need to listen. I'm like, oh, all right, cool. It wasn't much later. To, you know, then that travels, you get into relationships with, you know, with friends and even, you know, females, opposite sex. And, you know, ladies are triggered to talk about their feelings. And I'm just sitting there like a, a caveman. What, what's, what are coming out of mouth? I do not understand. <laughs> Well, you know, I feel like you said something that hurt my feelings. I'm like, feel? What is? I do not. I can't compute what you mean. Touch feeling. Touch yeah. me. <laughs> Fire on hand. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, I, I, that's that's where I'm from. So it's it's really difficult now to just navigate through through life, trying to understand feeling. Like I give a disclaimer to everybody I meet. Like, hey, look. I'm not really good on that. So I'm very intelligent in everything else. But when it comes to feelings, you're going to have to be extremely plain with what you say and how you say it, because it just doesn't register to me at all. So I I think that's the thing with a lot of, you know, African-Americans throughout, you know, inner cities. We, We just don't, you're raised to survive. You're not raised to, you know, 
take time and analyze stuff. Like, oh, how did that make me feel? Mm-hmm. No, I just got to do. I got to hurry up and do. Oh, hurry, you know, let's do this. I, I never thought and sat back to say, like, wow, my, my grandma just whooped my ass. Like, how did that make me feel? Like, <laughs> right, it hurt. Right. It hurt. I don't want that again. So I'm just going to do the opposite and avoid everything else. So we, you know, you don't have those conversations. I kind of envy, you know, my younger cousins. They're mm. very, well, you know, that, that expression really touched me this way. I'm like, what, the, what are you talking about, son? You yeah, trying I, to sell these drugs? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I remember getting to places where, like, my older brother and, you know, play cousins or whatnot, they would get to a point where they, they knew of the punishment. Like, they knew the punishment so well where they were like, I know this is going to happen. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Like, they got to points where they was like, I mind, I know I'm going to get my ass beat for this. I might as well do A, B, C, D. Oh, yeah. And there was never real, there was never any real complexity to consequence. And I think that that was a huge missing, <laughs> you know, conversation that, I mean, I guess hopefully the, the whole idea of, of getting older and, and the next generation is sharing and, and just doing better. But I just remember distinctly growing up in a time where, and I was always kind of a good kid, but, you know, uh, you know, like I never grew up in the streets, but like I grew up like down the street. So right. like people that were in mis- like immensely involved, uh, a, a whooping or a punishment or like all that shit did not matter. Um, yeah. It was it was almost um, inevitable. So they might as well do all those other things that um, they could. So or that they and wanted. That was to. never like here's the crazy thing because you know my, that was never levels of ass whooping. You always got these same ass whooping regardless of whatever. <laughs> right. you like even oh you ate my donut and didn't ask. It's an ass whooping that would match the same ass whooping as you went out the house without asking. Her. For, for permission or you're on the phone too late. I always ask my mom, like, like mom, dude, can you like rationalize these types of beatings that you're giving me? Because last week I I sprained my ankle and you booked <laughs> me for spraining my ankle. This, in the same level of ass whooping you just gave me was the same level for not like straightening up my shoes. Like, yeah. can you differentiate these beatings like all right you asking too much things to make sense go get the bell yeah too much that's another ass whooping for this yeah. yeah no 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 real corrective punishment it was just ass whoopings oh yeah